0: Cascadians coming down the outside Amelia's Jewel out after Ryan Clad, Amelia's Jewel hits the front and Walshies West Aussie wonderfully has won the Northerly
1: Welcome to Bet Doctor. behind the curtain look at how pro punters operate. I'm your host Scoot It's our final edition, it's our Christmas show I feel underdressed, Johnny
2: Walter, Santa Claus in the building well, I, The reason why I did it was because I couldn't be bothered shaving so I, <laughs> I just thought I'd put the hat with the beard rather than the Get, have time the extra five minutes to have a shave. So uh, merry Christmas to everyone. I can't believe you're pulling up stumps. It's twelfth of December. Like what? what? You got two million dollar race on this week. We've got $1 million dollar races every week in New South Wales, and you're pulling the pin. Forty six episodes will do us for the year. I would have thought. Well, we should up that. We should get there for aim for ninety two next year. <laughs> I think DK had uh, melt. How are you DK's DK? up and about, mate? Oh, he's
0: back. He's up and about. Yeah, he's up and about. Oh, except the weather. It is the eighth of December and the start of summer. It's fifteen degrees and raining down here. That's good, but. uh no, we're up and about in here with the boys, no, it's amazing what a winner does for your uh, whole round demeanour and confidence, So I would have copped a two to one when I let, let alone hitting one at double figures to get myself going, but um, yeah, let's hope we can finish the year strong, but all good down here with the boys, I think they had a bit of a, Nicko's had a good day yesterday too, did you Nicko?
3: Yeah, good to add it sound down, so uh, I'm like DK, well, a winner can just uh, do anything for your confidence, Don't can't it? It's so, just um, your whole,
0: everything. Up and about. Up and about, yeah, so yeah, the, into in the, the weekend, so what about you Trev?
4: Yeah, good week last week. So I, th- I think I broke my duck on this show. I finally tipped a winner on it. There you so go. There
0: uh, go. It's, yeah, runabouts, but you got there.
4: Yeah, Amelia's duel. That was good. So no, it's uh, even though it's uh, yeah, you, you're right. Absolutely chilly conditions out here this morning in Melbourne. But um, it's I'm I'm got a bit of pep in my
0: step anyway. Yeah, you got a good rap from Hutchie yesterday. And well deserved too. It was Hutchie, Hong Kong Hutchie, gave you a rap on Twitter for the the calling um at Terrelgan the other week, toralgan Cup Day. Yeah, you know, I was I was doing the first. I was, I was doing the video replies. I was I don't think I'd a bit there or anything. And then, um, the first one honouring or something. I mean, it was a two thousand meter maiden. And you were Rory. Oh, I'm going honouring you. <laughs> and I was like, oh, well he's going. He's, he's you know he's calling through the pocket here and, and this and that. But apparently you carried on all day. are yeah, You really were up and a bit the calls. You enjoyed the day there, Trev.
4: Yeah, um, I did. Uh, I yeah, grateful for some of the um the feedback that I got from the meeting, but um I probably revved it up a little bit too much in in hindsight, I reckon. But
0: fifty eights <laughs> and Mile maidens, and yeah, things yeah, are um,
4: at least made some of them a little bit interesting. But that's um sick, yeah, no, it's good. I've got a few um, meetings coming up. I'm actually calling on Friday night at Cranbourne with TB, so that'll be sort of oh, a bit of a good. regular thing. So no, looking yeah, sort of happy with how things are going on the calling front.
1: Oh, good stuff. Everyone's uh, absolutely up and about. And So, if anyone doesn't subscribe to Nico's stuff yesterday, a couple of people on Twitter, the usual suspects, said, "Oh, you know, you're celebrating a couple of even money and two dollar sixty winners." But not only like Nico sent them out as launches, and he basically shouldered arms to I think about the first three races, and then he just went launch, launch, two winners. I thought the trickiest one that you got, uh, Nico, that would have fooled a lot of people, and it just goes to show once you know the horse. Uh, you can find the gold there. So Forbidden City, it looked like it had been hosed down pre-parade, and a lot of people would have seen it go in the ring and gone, oh, well, this can't back this horse. It was about $2.80. You still said it was the best that you've ever seen at parade. Bang, you pulled the trigger there, and then you lined up with our best bet, Warsfeld. So you've absolutely had a day out. DK, you're back in front. I think you've had two winners in the last six months, but somehow you're showing a profit on uh, your staking advice. Don't want to start World War IV with super multi And I
2: tell you what, it sent Twitter into... Twitter, you just throw me under the bus. Walt versus (laughs) Willy Wombatville. Like, oh my God. I didn't even have a problem with him. Like, oh, gee, I don't have a problem with anyone. My AV guy clipped that up and I didn't even ask. Oh, you're uh, such a booker. He, well, he did, was it did, my was my fault. But bang. when I
1: saw her, I thought, oh, well, this is
2: an absolute... You saw it, per- bang, press yes, the button, you couldn't push the, the button. You look like r- Rocky. Exactly. Humbly- yeah, so he's got a few fans out there, super multi-man. Can you go, like, no context on Twitter drives you mad, but that's exactly what you said. It's uh, it's how you use it. There's a fella in our chat room who doesn't use Nico selections at all. Uh, as in what he likes, he just reads his comments anytime that he's negative against something. He uses it against his own thing. There's a million different ways to use the information. If you don't finish one unit in front for the end of the year, you shouldn't get lynched. it's it's uh, it's about the quality of information you produce. and and so many people use it so many different ways, like, oh my God, these people that sit on people and wait for, one error, one well, not even an error. Like well, it's just one bad. Week, so would say, just oh, because it's a ninety-five. So what's the threshold for you to be able to celebrate it? Is there a goddamn threshold police out there? Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. No it's, cheering. It, no, and he's not, and they're not. Like everyone's deserves when they're right to be pat on the back a little bit. You need it to keep you going in this goddamn game. Like it's Hard every enough. day. It's just, you're, you're down in the trenches, three hundred and sixty-four days a year, getting punched in the head. You deserve a bloody pat on the back every now and then. Not a bloody kick in the balls every time you. Yeah, you're wrong, anyway. Just,
1: yeah, it, it is very odd that they, they cheer against people that are winning or trying to help punters. It blows my mind. But um, anyway, we'll move on. But no one's having their arms twisted to buy the stuff either. But it's like,
2: not even that. Like you, you you don't say You're
0: forced to be a subscri- subscriber. The people do it out of joy. And like I said, people do it also. Some people back in late. What's DK tipping here? Oh, that's right. He's tipping it. I'll back it late. Some people don't have to catch the early price. They just back it. They're happy to back a winner and just go along with the ride. No one's. Everyone's adults and makes their own decisions. It's like, um, anyway.
2: I don't think you're Uh, just paying for tips though. Like if that's what you want, that's what you get. But when things like Nico's, I'm going to just pick on Nico because he's the one we're talking about. He's got layers to his stuff. You can learn importantly off everything he does. You can add things to your database which helps you down the line. It's not just about today. It's not just about any individual race and I think services like that are what everyone should be involved in because no matter how good you are, everyone's got different angles, you're learning from them, and it's things that he wouldn't even think of, you know, it's just things that people pick up, but anyway. Exactly,
1: on. and it sort of it can help you for the next race as well. So the horse may not have been ready, might be a run back, might have been uh, – Well, you
2: can be right and wrong, right? Yeah. Like in that race there yesterday, might have knocked up and got beat, whatever it is, and it, that's not the example, but whatever he says can help you, you know, going forward.
0: I will just go say, so, well, that's so there's incident where we've, we've been on a horse called Artrice, right? You remember it scoot twenty five to one at Casden. Mm. Come up the inside, one more stride and it wins. Right, really close on it on it. So I butter up next start at six dollars at Swan Hill. We back it again. Just ran really well. Just a just a favourite is nice. Or just outpunched punched it late. So there it is, two dollars fifty at stall on Saturday with Jayla and Senior Jay One I just couldn't bring myself to get involved in that scenario. <clears throat> but it won, and then, and guys are messing with me. Oh, we've been, we backed to DK, We just, we backed it anyway. Cause anyone who's been following your stuff probably want to stick with the horse, you know? So, even though I haven't tipped it, people have followed and learned off what, what that horse has shown and, and stuck with it. So, well,
3: I had a bit of the opposite with Forbidden City. I remember when she won a maiden drawn by eight lengths at Sound I took right, her on, I remember that. Yeah. Cause I thought she prayed poorly, but I learned from that and thought, okay, well, she can pray that bad and win. Yesterday, she was 10 lengths better than what she was that day. Well, even if it's still not the Greatest parade you're going to see, you know, visually. If you don't know the horse, but if you factor in all the starts you've seen before that and go, well, this is the best she's been sort of mentally, well, she's going to run well, isn't she? So, um, you can you can take it that way and you go, okay, well, we've been on this horse and you know, it's, it's ready to win, keep backing it, keep backing it. And I have plenty of horses like that, but you can also go the other way. Oh, I got got this one wrong, learn from that, and then you can jump on another, another run.
0: Yep, spot on. And that's same as doing the form. Like you, you might see him on debut from a yard point. Well, I see him on debut from a performance point of view. And as Mark read, that, that's their base. Basically, what they do on debut is their base, and then they move off that. And you know, some of them are two-year-olds and shinsaw and everything, where you got to see him another time in a second prep. But I always call it the base, and you'd have that as a base. Well, this is the base for this horse. Then you see it again. Oh shit, it, it's improved off that, and some you know you have got something to work with. So yeah, not going. That's, that's
1: that's all part of the puzzle. Exactly, so that's all we're trying to do is try and help uh, solve the puzzle and uh, give you some insight. So make sure uh, you check out uh, the guys' products if interested to uh, keep honing your craft. All right, uh, just around the grounds on the Twitter sphere, or just racing news in general. I see uh, Racing New South Wales have been busy with graphic up here now. Charges have been issued by Racing New South Wales against jockeys Jordan Malian, Jack Martin, Kaylin Nisbet and registered registered owner and professional punter Jacob Hoffman. This story came out oh, about eight weeks ago, but they've finally um, had some charges involved, and it's something to do from what I've read in, in this one. It's um, it's a bit of a grey area. Something about a nominator. Uh, allowed to give gifts or, or like, um, I guess maybe it's slings or some sort of rewards and stuff like that to certain jockeys, which I sort of pose the question to Walt off air. Like, this is a really grey area. So I think you're only allowed to give uh, jockeys a sling or a gift if you're an owner of a horse and it wins, I, I assume, um, reading in between lines of what the rules uh, within the charges say. But, gosh, if I'm a friend of a jockey, I can't give them anything at all. Because uh, I'm, I guess I'm a registered owner and I'm a, uh, a punner, um, and I'm invested in the game, so I, I'd be you no know, good to have any jockeys as friends. And the whole, like this is it's just Pandora's box. And this is just so bizarre. Like trainers, trainers are allowed to have sponsors of their own show. They're allowed to promote cars. Well, they're
2: not, but they do. You know what I mean? They're, they're like in theory, they're not. They're not allowed to provide information for. Well, it depends. It's just all so grey, isn't it? It's um, very weird. And jockeys aren't supposed to do it either. Uh, they did got pulled up, didn't it? Um, Ladbrokes tried to do it for a little while. And oh, for
1: the tipping thing for that Ladbrokes, yeah, I remember that. Yeah,
2: yeah, um, but it seems the to be horses, horses for courses. I think what it's but yeah, like they, they say, it's, a, it's a, unless the stewards, um, you know, uh, approve it. Pr- approve it, yeah, yeah. But I, I swear to God, like I well, I've been in racing for and I was just a jockey's manager. I didn't know that was a rule. I said it doesn't pass. That passes the logic test. That you know, if a if a jockey's tipping to a, someone, they can't start buying them cars and houses and 50,000 or whatever. But, um, you know, if someone wants to give a jockey a present, that there's nothing, no integrity issue involved. I know it's a, it's probably better off being rubbed out, isn't it? Like it, it is a pretty dicey um, uh, uh, area of, of greyness, but I didn't even know it was a rule, to be honest. Mm.
1: And the, the other one, quick one, I'll let DK speak next, but um, there's another one too with Tommy Berry and owner-punter Zade Miller. And this bloke's got his own butchery or something. So couple of James Blakes go in the way of uh, Tommy or something like that. I think Zayd Miller's got the, the local butcher up here in the Gold Coast, Rabina. Absol- looks like an absolutely sensational butcher. I think I've been there once, but, uh, God, you can get some cracking stuff there. But i tell you what, it's, it's just very, very odd and murky. And, you know, jockeys get on radio, they tip, they do shows. Like we've had – when we first started this show, I think we had uh, Damian Oliver on, we had Ryan Maloney, we had different jockeys come on the show. Like – just seems to be an area that they just need to tidy up in general because it's just open for like problems like this.
2: Well, they um this one seems a little bit different. I think those guys down there. I think it was more the fella contacting them, asking him a few questions, whatever, and send them a present if they well potentially. I don't. Know, I think it's all sort of up in the air.
0: They've been charged with shares of bets too, haven't they? Uh, yeah, I think one it. of them has.
2: I think one of them uh, has. In, of them. Yeah, not all of them. In in most of them have been charged with receiving a yeah. Well, the way we call it, a sling, isn't or whatever, a consideration. Ah, uh, whereas I think uh, the other one is has been providing information and uh, sim- similar sort of uh, you know it's going to someone else in the family or something like that. So anyway, i, I don't I don't know the circumstance to be honest, I don't that's something probably we don't need to comment on, but it's more the clearing up, like you're saying, uh, making it black and white, what can a jockey do and say? and and uh, you know yeah, it's just- it's
1: just it's odd because like jockey rides track work, he he tells the trainer this horse is flying, mm. and then trainer goes off and. Tells someone something and like it's
2: yeah it's it's just it's, it's well it's always been that way in racing but I, oh, yeah. like, I there's no way in the world I haven't heard over the years of someone other than a, a trainer or an owner looking after a jockey and 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 in those cases it was nothing in it it was just you know oh, he rode the horse well he's, he's he's a present for bloody getting it home you know what I mean like it, it, it used to be a bit of a pissing contest thing back in the day I remember when I was growing up in especially when there's more cash around on track like if you got a winner home uh, a lot of the big punters on track would love to. Catch the jockey on the way to the car park, give him five hundred or something, and, and tell his mates about it. It was more of a, uh, you know, I th- yeah. It was a so is the rule? Place. I mean,
0: the rule. I think the rule there was, he uh, he, you can do it. Well, you've got to declare it if it's not known. You've got to declare it to the stewards, or do you've got to ask the stewards, "Can I receive it?" I mean, correct. it like the bloke says? is uh, uh, this bloke wants to give me a monkey, and then the stewards go, "Why does he want to give you a monkey?" Well, he's backed it. All oh, right, we'll go and investigate. We'll go and look at this bloke and see what's happened. And you know, you can. It's just a, a can of worms there. But um, oh, the Tommy Berry, I mean Wayne Pasterfield says the charges are comical, and yet and yet he's got a thousand-page brief to go through, a thousand pages. Like Walt's been through all this, so we know how yeah. New South Wales stewards go. A thousand pages. So um, and and T- Tommy's-, Tommy's
2: come out and said he, the guy sort of said I want to give you something, and he said no. I think I think he said I, I he, he said oh you know I want to look after you, and he said no. So I think that's kind of. And, and he then, might
0: have gone to the butcher shop and got a couple of Joe Blakes, well, as Goody yeah, said, because who, who
2: knows? Well, that, and
0: I think it's different to the the the, the Hoffman because he's he's got a, a group. If they're all, he got, if he's got. I mean, I've got an issue with that. With one guy, connections with multiple jockeys like that, and then they're all in one race, and he's got that huge edge over everyone else if he's getting information and things like that. Like, um, you know, there's one there's one uh, form analyst stroke punter down here who at, at one time ten years ago was was doing the form for five of the top. 10 or 11 jockeys in the state. Mm, speed ups,
5: yeah.
1: But you, yeah. You go here, I'll go there, and there you and go, you, that's and the and race. What, what, about,
0: what about this one, Scoot? It's like Jay, Winksy, Jay Winks, has sort of started up that jockey mentorship, managing, doing the form for them. He's got 10, capped his stable at 10 riders, right? I think it's 10 or 12. Um, so he, he he he's doing form there, and a lot of them are all riding in one race. And you know, and what if he's got? Well, I'm not saying anything, but but just the can of worms there. What if he's got friends or acquaintances, or he chats and something? What are they? What do you like here? And then it all gets tracked back. And this and that.
2: Riders' agents are capped at five, right? Capped at five, for, and then for obviously for a reason. So how the heck can someone who's literally their job is to tell them where to ride and how to ride the horse, in theory or advise them, have be able to? And he's capped it at ten himself, like he's been a good bloke. Like it's a, and I'm not having, I'm not having to go at him, but it doesn't make sense, does it? Like he should be a licensed person. And there's no way they should be able to be able to influence 10 people in the race if that's how they feel about riders' uh, agents. Because I would say 9 out of 10 riders' agents don't really know a lot about form or anything like that. So, you know, someone who's literally that's their job is going to be far more involved, and I think that's where, yeah.
0: I've looked after, it was you have, you've joked, whilst Eastmore Jockey managed, I've done speed maps, and you helped someone too, Nico. And, I mean, McDougall gets on there and thanks Dean Lester. He says, mm-hmm. Dean Lester helps me. And Zara got on after the Melbourne Cup and said, well, Mark Hunter told me I've got to ride this conservative so i run, gets the trip, he does my form for me. So we, as partners, well, that's what we want. We want all these good jocks dotting the I's, crossing the T's and getting the best out of their performances. But, um, yeah, there's, the sounds of it's just, with what's come up here? And I know New South Wales play hard-ass. Then, and then he's got the mobile phone thing. Like, that's, more, that's you know, he's been buckled for the mobile phone in the jockeys' from there. They've got two different sets of rules down here. They've got to check their phone in, I think, like they do at school, in the buddy's school office, check your phone in and grab it on the way out and sign in it. I don't think they have that in New South Wales. They just leave it to the honesty of the jocks, so they leave it in the car. Now and then they have got the, the mobile phone sniffer dog. They run through the jockeys' room every every month or so for a random
2: check. I'd be checking his it's nose. True. I'd be checking it's the true. dog's nose. I don't think it's uh, I don't think it's working <laughs> it's, it, that well. It can smell. It,
0: <laughs> it can smell. It's been trained to smell jiggers too. Like. Yeah, that's my can. Oh, I don't. Yeah. No, that's fair good. Oh, DK. Jiggers and mobile phones and whatever Jeez. else oh. but a bit
1: of whatever ooze. <laughs> <is. laughs> the,
2: the, the one in the one in Sydney must be called uh, Stevie Wonder. He must be the Stevie Wonder dog because he is used to few
1: At the Apple or the Nokia factory, not he's,
2: he's
0: an ex he's an ex airport drug dog and they've just said, <laughs> oh, "Right, you're good at that." Oh, <laughs> you, know, you
1: know how to smell that stuff near
0: you. Mobile oh. phones
3: and jiggers. Is this <laughs> that's
0: a conspiracy theory. <laughs>
3: so that's bad income, that's a true story. What about when the portal goes into the public and everyone's got a mobile phone? He must get off his head. <laughs>
2: oh exactly. Exactly. What about if you did take him down to the Apple store? His head would blow off. <laughs> 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 He'd be spinning in circles. Oh, gee whiz! It's a it's a nightmare. How do you clean it all up? Though? How, well, that, how do you well, say okay? Well, you've got too much information, and and what are you allowed well, to room? Why is Chris well, well, to log to have
1: five runners in a race, especially eight runners? And well, yeah, there's eight and ten horse fields and yeah, twelve horse it is, fields yeah. in.
5: Mm-hmm. Sydney, and, and,
1: and then he's got four or five runners. That's as big a problem as some pro punter that knows four jockeys. Like, it's it's like they, he's got mass control. And over he's that got race. people advising him thing. who hold
2: positions of, you know, that are allowed to uh, interview other people. Like, it's there's just, a lot of, yeah. Where, ugh, where, where do you start? Where do you finish?
0: Maybe a guy could spend some money on this area, Walton. Keep pumping up prize money. Well, if we, well like I'm if sure we'll get I'm there at it. some point, but that's what like uh,
2: – well, I will go there now, I, so I'm going to take it over the show. Um, <laughs> okay, $49 million yesterday in Victoria. Okay, how much of that came from us, the people in this room, uh, as in representing punters Australia-wide? Uh, let's say uh, $49 million of that $49 million came from us. Uh, okay, how much of it came back to us? Uh, 0.49 cents or something? Like, okay, prize money gets diluted between – I'd love someone to actually do a bit of work – uh, where uh, you know where it ends up in the top jockeys pockets in the top trainers pockets I'd say 90% of it then 10% of it filters down or something through the battlers good on them uh, what goes back to us what goes back to providing new form guides uh, data uh, angles of stewards uh, footage uh, anything that can improve punting side of things which actually pays for all this like it's just it's funny you put it up on twitter i put something yesterday whatever I was trying to be nice and it comes back to oh you know got to keep it cheap for the owners mm The owners aren't paying for all of this. Like I understand, and like I'm an owner, and I'm basically out of racing because it's come too, it's become too expensive. But who's making it better for the people paying the forty nine million? Exactly, like
1: punning form, yeah, uh,
2: ratings to win. All these databases cost money. We're paying five figures a year minimum, most of us, um, for to to get clean data that we think is is of of use to us and trustworthy. That's right. So why is that not? A rule one eight. Why isn't that number one on their list of, of things to provide to everybody, not just us, everybody? Look, there was a horse yesterday of um, Bassett and Youngs. It's that that horse smullen. Well, I think they said it
1: would got gelded. So I think it was like it was being gelded from the get go and ro- riser at all.
0: That's an old riser. That is an issue for riser. I oh, mean, it's been going on for years. That and 2000, 2022, they can't fix it. But I know someone who works in riser, and if the stories he tells you about, as still dead set on nineteen seventy four systems in there, mm. so it's it's no shock that sort of stuff. But um, but now the only oh look, I, I'm, I'm confident in the fact that we got Maddie Welsh and Andrew Jones in there. So, so both fresh. Maddie's a punter. He he speaks to punters. He's out there. The, the other blokes new. So I'm happy that I know we've had to, you know, it's a bit extravagant, but, I mean, Jake Norton the other day said, well, they're lobbying for the Blue Diamond to go up. He said, that's the one race we we want to crank up the prize money and give them half a million or something. And the others are obviously to combat Sydney and things. But uh, on Walt's point, just quickly, while, I'm, while I've got the mic, Nico, um, with their, with Race, so you, do you use the Taz Racing website when you do the form for Launceston? Yeah. And, yep. and, and isn't it grass or something? There's, isn't it a lot more better stuff than racing.com uh, similar it's
3: pretty similar. good it's, have- it's very good considering you know like racing.com obviously it needs to be a good website given how much product there is in victoria they only race like two times a week in tasmania and they got you know very average horses running but considering all that they haven't sort of cut corners or anything on that side of things um the product of using the website and that's very good so um yeah i would imagine some other states could sort of follow suit. they got some things there that are they have the sectionals in there i'm pretty sure Stride length, they stride length. There was one in there. Stride length, which doesn't mean anything to no, me, but, but I'm sure you, someone, someone out there, someone would, could use it. Would uh, want to find cr- a way to use it, but um, but even yeah, when, you p- when you when you're punching horses, it's, it's much better than the purse site We'll, we'll have a whack there, t dogs.
0: But I'll well, just quick on yeah. I, I I pump in the New Zealand site when I go looking for New Zealand runners there, and you can get every steward's angle. Four four yeah, steward's Zealand, angles. You can watch the racing. Good. You know, but um, anyway, but there's, there's there's To Walt's point, there's certainly areas in in form analysis and punter education and. Engage in and tools and things like that they could spend money on, but I'm hopefully with Matt in there and and Jones. That's a tie on the agenda.
2: Even advertising racing as a, as as what it is, a sport, as in like as in our side of things, not just the 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 horses running around on a track trying to find the winner, turning and understand. Like it's just anyway. We're, but in New South Wales, we rolled out a couple of wind socks, so uh, we're good. And you can watch it on the PlayStation, and you can see which uh, angle the wind's coming from. So that and, uh, wouldn't you just love a little? little printout of how much they spent on that.
1: Well, everything's expensive in Sydney. Like, it's, it's not going to make the final cut for track screen, but I saw a what, laughable. What, the windsock? No, a la- I saw a laughable uh, track screen
2: entry. It was a $17 ham roll. Hey, what? what? We're talking about serious things here, and you've already got your thing coming up for track screen. You're trying to slip it into the punters' $49 Well, million. Well, let's see, everything's overpriced and a, a disgrace, and that was at Warwick Farm. What's well, not even made the
1: track screen? That's why I'm that's what I'm talking about. Are oh, you trying to slide it in there? Or so it something it in that like it's Something you got cut out or something? The, everything in New South Wales is just overpriced oh, just and you get sick of winning,
2: But you see everyone getting overpriced. You, you, as a punter, you know it's hard to get a bet on. You're betting in 130 every every race, just about until the last five minutes, and then you're still getting d- bets denied this, that, and the other. You're seeing all these crazy promo things that are available to people that you know. Um, no, I'm not even going to go there, but. Whatever, if you're, if you're full green lit, you've got all these promos and things that are being thrown at you. Uh, if you're in the middle ground, you're really struggling to be able to even get a bet on and then you're seeing hundreds of millions thrown around in prize money that's going uh, not to benefit the sustainability of the industry long term. Yeah, that's just, the whole it's, thing.
1: It's just a war. And then Richo, Richo is on Channel 7. He's on Get On. He's everywhere. Jason Richardson, everyone knows him. He says, I, I love it with the prize money increases, and then I plug it into the national calendar, and I see it clashes with the Australian Guineas, Rambic Guineas, both Group One three-year-old sixteen hundred meter races on racetracks eight hundred kilometers apart. And as a racing fan, I sigh, and so he's he's not happy either. I, I'm betting odds on that he has to de- delete that tweet. Someone up in racing New South Wales, or someone that's gonna, come out of frustration, right? Cold.
2: And he's, he's frustrated, and like everyone's had a gutful of it, but I because just he knows he's not. That's a grey area for him to tread to. That's a dangerous tweet for him to oh, send. So time. it's pushed him to the edge that he's jack of it as a racing fan, of all these clashes and prize money increase wars and things that just benefit nobody. You know, you're, you're cutting the product in half. You're doubling the prize money to do so. What the heck? And mm. who's it actually benefiting?
4: Yeah. It's not the uh, the only clash either. With the move of the Australian Cup, you know, the tanker and the Australian Cup are run on the exact same day this Ooh, year with God. the Australian Cup.
0: Just for the one the year though, isn't it?
4: Yeah, it's just the one year, but there, it's the usual feeder for the Tancred. If you like sort of, um, go back through history, most of the, the top winners from the Tancred stakes have come through an Australian cup and now you're sort of losing. That's, you know, something if you're doing historical profiles as a punter, no, but, that, that is actually impacting the way you're going to do form on the race a little bit. So
0: Yeah, well, they're running in a straight cup prelude trying to get horses. I don't know, it's all, Yeah, it's yeah right and, the, and the, there's
4: yeah. a lot of, like, clashes. And, look, I, I think it's pretty obvious now RV and Racing New South Wales are not coming anywhere near close to the party and they're just happy to do their own things. And yep. Racing Victoria are extending their carnival out to nearly April now. Um, which, you know, they've, they've sort of done in the past, but not with the same level of sort of, um, races and prize money. And they're just jacking up, you know, the, the, the end of that sort of late March sort of period. And they've got rid of the Mornington Cup. So it's now a very strong carnival week to week to week. Um, and yeah, as a, probably as a, as a fan, it's a bit disappointing because we're, we're so far away from getting the best horses clashing. Each and every week, exactly.
1: So. We're getting further and
2: further away. It's not other, as if it's the pool's be... growing of good horses either. To me, it looks like it's shrinking. So we're shrinking and cutting in half.
1: And the problem is, it looks like there's a lot of bookies out there now. But eventually, bookies are going to be destroyed, and pro panels will just dry up. And, and uh, it'll be two get, or three uh,
2: years just... away from there being four bookmakers. Mm,
1: scary. Anyway, what's also scary is some of the uh the track screen i mentioned the 17 dollar uh absolute rod at warwick farm for the ham roll that hasn't made the cut that's that's the lucky loser i'll call it this week but the runner-up for screen of the week at track screen on twitter send them in this is absolute beauty five dollar hot dog at Bansdale races bacon onion sauce and mustard uh for our from our good friends uh nat hinkley and jubster tell you what Cover uh, more territory than the bloody. Is there settlers. any
2: chance, right, that that was just a, a roll with a bit of nothing in it, and Juppies bought the rest from home and just added <laughs> it on? I, like he's got that looks like it's very <laughs> freshly put on sauce. It doesn't look like it's travelled from anywhere. That to me has come straight out of Juppies handbag. Ringing. Yeah, I think he's I think he's topped it up with Ringing. the he's got the Bay Marie in the handbag.
0: Uh,
1: great man.
2: Yeah, the,
0: ca- the caveat – The caveat Well, that was at three thirty or four o'clock. They were ten, as it says at the it top. It can't be somewhere. ten dollars. They were 10. Oh, I was a look pro- at that, half price now at Bansdale. because she went to the canteen and put up the canteen list as they do, her and Juppy and they go to the joints, they find a good canteen, and they were 10. I thought, oh, 10 for a hot dog, that's a bit of that's a Could rule. you get then, more uh,
2: product in the photo than that? you got the pen, <laughs> you got whatever that is there, you got that sticker on ma- that, you got that. Smart operators. Hey, smart operators. That's smart. the marketing.
0: They're doing them tucker,
1: tucker by betting. Mm.
0: Couldn't get Liberty jump Jupp out, out of that box or something there. Too
2: good. Very good on the tooth
1: of Jupp. Tell you what. I don't know how he does it. He just, but butter- he's had more Palmers than I have had in my entire lifetime this year. More schnitzels, incredible! The winner for screen of the week is an absolute beauty. It's uh, it's Hawkesbury again. I got to get to Hawkesbury just to go into this.
2: Uh, what is it? What is it? That's uh, no, it's like an old school, uh, like a little cafeteria sort of thing. Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah, yeah. Upstairs anyway, dining area. This is
1: a bit more like it. I'm happy to pay twenty two bucks for the schnitzel with chips and veggies here. Uh, more gravy or a little pot of gravy on the side would have been better. And a little bit more chips. Um and they look a bit soggy, those what chips, those but I'm still paying it. That's that's screen of the week. That's that's outstanding. And the crumb, it looks like panko crumb with herb and a little Ooh. a little bit of a tip here. I think Woolworths have got it $1.50 half price panko crumb. You get the normal panko crumb with a lemon and herb. Mix them in when you're crumbing your schnitzels. I made some
2: last week. Is the bean there to, for the fiber to push the the push the schnitzel through? <laughs> is that what it is? Is that what makes a good combo? I hope,
1: hope Juppy's having lots of beans but his he diet. needs
2: more beans in his diet
1: manscape.com i've uh i've forgot the product but uh if you want to go full nick rewalt this christmas and get the manscape around the jewels use little birdie code to get 20 percent off so it's manscape.com and uh great gift for dad uncle secret santa someone's going to have clean balls for christmas walt's already got them
2: and need on my chin at the moment. You do. You like, just,
1: oh. just give it a bit of a rinse and put it around the
2: round the beak. went and visit the old man. He's like, well, since what have you had a white beard? How bad am I going if you've got a white beard? I'm like, oh, my God. Cactus. Bull bugger. All right. Today's show is going to be
1: beauty. We're going to get uh, stuck in the form. Quick look in the review mirror last week. Is Don? Is good. Kovalika, Wow. $2, 190. Smashing $1.40. Too strong. Horse to follow. Probably.
2: Samut, Forgive or sack it. Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy. Burn. I don't know. I don't know. He's um, a bit of a funny horse, obviously. Maybe wet tracks is his key that he sort of just gets to – his foot in the ground helps him to cut the flat spot out or something. But it was a – Didn't a, handle the track. It might have been a t- bit tight for it as well. Yeah, I don't know. He was on the back of the window. I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Watching it, I was very iffy on the ride. Uh, watching it about 40 times since, I'm still iffy on the ride, but iffy on the horse. And it is one of those horses that does need a few things to go its way, but that was poor.
1: Walt gave us nothing on last week's show, but he hit the quad in his Racing Watch chat, so he might give us his quaddy numbers on today's show as a little bit of a treat.
2: Field, field, favourite, <laughs> field. For T-
1: 83%. T-Dogs uh, was all over Amelia's duel. A few of the big punters stepped in as well, took on the Godolphin show. They're easy beats, the Godolphins. That's why we lay them all the time. Top Sports steam last swing of the year. Was that you, Nico? Yeah, Nico. Oh, he loves them, doesn't he? <laughs> Can we... Can we use it he's like a sporty goal get blue, Double odds, yeah. Like, oh, With a busted and hat. <laughs> <Godolphin> Blizzard. <blue
2: suit.
3: laughs> <laughs> what about Pillayley <laughs> two weeks ago? Just uh,
1: hey, from nowhere. Stop, to living, to in the salt. Past, stop uh. living in the
2: past, mate.
1: Stop living in the uh, past. Top sport Steam is last uh, swing of the year. Hopefully, there's a Christmas present. I'm sure there will be this week. Nico Noonan, Masashi last Friday. That was an absolute beauty. Look tomorrow. DK liked it. I liked it. You declared it. Matt Laurie was trying to sell it to Hong Kong, barely passed the post. And on racing.com, he's like, oh, if, if Hong Kong's there, it's it's got a bow on it. So. I think he uh, he might get a good price for that if it's sound. Top Sport, their new app and mobile site, uh, complete reskin. So same race, multi. Make sure you check it out. they got the lot now, burger with the lot. And uh, download the new app and give it a spin. It's super quick. So make sure you check out Top Sport, family owned and operated. They put the show on the road. Nico, Sandown Saturday. I was a little bit confused when I saw Sandown, I guess Wednesday, uh, this weekend as well. And then I jogged back and thought, oh, we had all the Sandown races at Caulfield. So, What's going on there? Still, I, st- I still can't. Caulfields,
3: hey? Caulfields out of play for a long time now. Six
1: months. Six yeah, months. well, I, I get that still, but yeah, that, uh, no, no one. Cares. To race? Well, just no one cares about history anymore, and we've sort of, I guess, we've spoken about that enough already. But it's just bizarre that you take all the cl- classic sandown races, take them to Caulfield, then shut the track, just do it because you're not going to use that track, and then just hammer this track for the next couple of weeks anyway. Like, anyway, I, I found it interesting.
4: In, in fairness, it's it's the joint that you want cop in the racing. It's, it's the, the industry the, workhorse, yeah, as they call it. Yeah, man, to it's the
3: racing bloody well at the moment. Obviously.
4: And
0: are we swapping? Is it lakeside to hills or what do we have? Uh, we're we
3: back-to-back hillside. But Back-to- I did um, here's some interesting things about the carnival. It's going to be run mainly on the lakeside, so they can run the 49-metre oh. group ones. So uh. Blue Diamond, what, Futurity. CF4, they'll probably all be on well, the lakeside. No, it's just the one
4: group, one meeting. But yeah, the Blue Diamond Day is on the, on the lakeside. And so. they've got to
0: move the winning poster So we'll have a second winning yeah, poster. So yeah,
4: way. for the, to extend the, um, for the, the 1100 meter races out of the chute, they've extended the chute, um, at Sound down out of that sort of thousand meter chute. They don't usually race any further than that. And they've had to sort of, um, what do you call it? Stable, stabilize the ground because it's like a bit swampy out the back there. So they've done a lot of work. Yeah. Sort of trying to get it up and going. And yeah, they've had to extend the winning post
3: out a little bit. So must
0: have been where a good portion of the six million went. Nick- mm. They're doing
3: a bit of work out there. Um, I um, told you they were six, af- six after million. I'm happy to go out there anytime, especially on
4: the hillside. Beautiful. <laughs> Let's just see <laughs> how just you go on work. Saturday. If you don't, if you don't tip, you know, five, six winners like, like you did yesterday, maybe. You, you can sort of throw yeah, the toys it. out of the cot,
3: you know, quickly, Nico. So. Trav, you've always sort of potted me and said I'm a Wednesday-only operator. There you That's go. That's always right. what you yeah, yeah, yeah. have Has this been
2: since that. birth, like, literally? Was he a, tot- a cot-throwing man? Was he in there <laughs> and just tossing them everywhere? Was he tossing the cookies? Yeah, Trav,
3: Trav only became a good race. This is actually a really good story. Me and Trav used to ride our bikes around the stable, and this is how Trav became good at calling. Um, he'd call he'd call like a fake race, and we'd ride the bikes, but I, I'd always have to win. So if I didn't win, I'd just belt him with the bloody <laughs> fake whip. <laughs>
4: Went through a few of the uh, track riders' whips and uh, <laughs> the apprentice jockeys that were there. They weren't thrilled sometimes when they ended the, up the through
3: whip The whip and the bike stokes, that was never a good scene, was it? There's <laughs> just bloody capitulate.
1: Let's find a winner at Sandown on Saturday. The Importer Handicap's the first one. Uh, I think we got a moral here. 1,600-meter race, detonator jacks a favorite, 195, green fly 270, pounding $11, extra exclusive, $16, Socy Bond, still going around getting dizzy, that horse, $19, Black Sail, 19 Flash R, uh, 20 uh, Nancho, 41, and uh, Zigfield 41, small field here. Last up replay we're going to have a look at is at Ballarat here. Uh, Green Fly, I think Ben Mellon found the uh, the outside lane. Sleepy uh, John Allen was the notes that I made about Detonator Jack. Uh, everyone had been heading to the outside fence. You see Green Fly just spearing to it, and he just goes right down the middle, and it's um, lights out, Nico.
3: Yeah, this is a fun way to end today. Ten races at Ballarat, and then you cop this in the last, but... I think you're right. The uh, the result was only due to the uh, the lanes on the track. I think if Denader Jack had got out to the wider lanes, he would have won this race. So it is a very brave effort in defeat. Um, gets back to a good track here, which he hasn't really seen all too much of, but um, one of his wins at Sounddown was very dominant. I think the hillside track will really suit him to sort of balance up, and he gets to 1,600 metres, and... Um, greenfly was probably maybe better suited in that race he had a bit of a weight pull they stayed at 1400 i think getting the 1600 meters is only going to suit detonator jack um they don't meet each other too indifferent at the weights and i think um detonator jack probably maps slightly better greenfly will probably follow him in the run but uh 1600 meters i'm not surprised that the market um has lent the way of detonator jack i was hoping for maybe 250 260 and they sort of keep greenfly a bit shorter but there's only two chances in the race so They've sort of got them both pretty short at the moment. Hopefully, we get a bit of kickback on Detonator Jack and someone's happy to back Greenfly out there, but um, I'd be very surprised if Greenfly was uh, winning again there on Sunday. I think Detonator Jack is very hard to beat.
1: Mm, definitely, the outside fence was worth a few lengths there.
3: Well, you're sort of looking, you're looking.
1: Oh, I was just
2: checking the price. I thought it was $1.95. I'm just about to start all revving up the Twitter uh, <laughs> experts.
3: Well, he started He started $2 last side against him. Mm. He's got the SP. My used to race like last 50. They're absolutely flying. They're going at. What return on investment of 46% going at 30%, 56% of their runners are running a place at the moment. So they're, they're airborne. I think third up getting a 1600 meters, he will, uh, I think he'll just beat Greenfly. I think he's just a better horse. So, um, one, one maybe for your multis there on Saturday. If you're looking to play that way, punters, but, uh, I thought you'd be hard to beat. Mm, I'm with Nico. So if you want to slab a fan,
1: Walt, I'm happy to bet
2: you. Hmm?
1: I'm happy to bet Yeah, What's that? if you're just you're sitting there like half, half, no, no up, I'm, I'm just stirring. stirring.
2: I'm just stirring. I think it's it, 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 you make a case for it. That's what it is. It's good. I'm happy. It's, it's I'm very happy. I'm just, I just think that it was. I just laughed that it was 195. The the, just like the one yesterday.
1: No, we're just trying to give everyone Christmas presents. I'm happy. To be the I'm, not, I'm
2: not potting. I'm just, just, I just like to stir the the other the Grinches, the real Grinches. I like to stir them. I'm very happy with. uh If anyone's was Grinch set. on
1: this show, it's probably you. Santa Ray Six. So you see favourite here at Top Sport, $3.40. Life Lessons, $4.60. Bell Erich, uh, 5 dollars It sounds like uh, something that DK had drank. Wrote to her, Arataki, $7. Blistering, eight fifty. dollars eight fifty. $8.50. Cardigan Queen, one of my old uh, favourites, $11. Tubby Two tracks, 31 Better the rest. Replay we're going to have a look at here is So You See, first up in the orange and uh, green stripes. Nico, talk to us.
3: Yeah, this was probably, uh, one on the day of the have got slightly wrong. I think she may have just needed the run here on this day. She looms up to him very strongly down there in the orange silks. And I thought, well, here she's going to go straight past life lessons. And then she hits a bit of a flat spot and, uh, can't get past her. Four of the two or well, six of the four, she's a 50 second for quickest in the meeting. Four of the two, she's the second fastest. So that just shows how much quicker she went between those sections. I think that really hurt her late. Um, you know, to the post, she sort of dropped off a bit there. I think that was a really good return. Mark wanted to be with her. She was 270 to 240. Look back through her 4 last campaign. Second up last prep, she ran in the group two vanity behind Barb Braden and was stiff not to win. Um, j Mott goes aboard here. She'll You'll have to be able to get back and run on, but you know the way the hillside play on Wednesday, that was the way to um, sort of ride it. So um, the rail goes back into the true from being at 11. Um, so she'll need a bit of luck in that instance, and I would have loved if it was 1,600 metres, but I think she's just got more talent than these I would be – Thinking she turns the tables on life lessons. Balayrish is coming out of a good race at Ballarat where she hit the line strongly, but she's going to be in a similar position to So You See. And So You See gets in very well at the weights here um, considering off their last few runs. So I think she's got the most upside in this race. I don't know if she's sort of magic millions entered or something like that. I would imagine so given she's just laid up um, in the late spring. Uh, there might be sort of a race for her that they're setting her for, but I think she'll be too good here and uh, happy to bet up at sort of 340. Thought you could mark her. Definitely shorter. Life lessons is definitely the danger. She beat her there last start. Um, I think she'll probably get the run of the race on speed. But so you see, second up, I think she's just a better horse. Is mm. it, it make her the jockey change? Be she not.
0: Well, she, Mott, Mott, Mott rode her first prep, didn't he? Yeah, 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 he knows
3: the horse. He's got a very good uh combination with the stable. You'd rather him on. He's but, more
0: there, man. He'd be riding the jump outs and things, I think.
3: Yeah. yeah. Must have been, yeah. What goes at, what, 14% in his last 100 for the stable. So um, no, mm. oh, he's still a good rider, but. And he rode all of last prep, so he knows the horse. That's probably the crucial part, but um, it is a downgrade, definitely. But, I uh, mean, me and DK, we always stick up for Moddy. He's one well, of our Mott, men.
0: Moddy's good, and there would have been, must have been a reason. I mean, she's, she's J-Mott's
3: horse, isn't she? Like, well, I don't know, think Pishin's riding there on Saturday. Oh, there you go. Well, that's one. But he, he's the more the
0: stable rider, and the, he's with her. So Current
3: season, he's profitable. Last 12 months, he's profitable. So, you got, you got no problems back in him. Uh, yeah.
0: Yeah,
4: I, I would just say the only, only thing there is you're probably going to you should get a better price a bit late with the with the JC, I would have thought, considering how big a.
0: And she's got a bit of an awkward draw, too, as if Nico said the map, which he thinks is going to play in the favour. But, but um, like, but uh, yeah, you can, you can, that's they're the ones where you can get the better price late.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I, w- I wouldn't be surprised if you touch $4. I think it's a really and good, good meeting at down. I don't know if it's off season, but um, there's a few handy horses going around that are definitely, you know, her, Detonator Jack, there's a few others that definitely aren't off season quality horses. They're. Their spring class for sure, so um, yeah, I think we can get a bit out of it.
0: And if it, I'd say it'd be a bigger difference him. We spoke about this maybe last week or the week before with B Shin. Um, after we, we spoke about how when they jockeys come back from Hong Kong, a lot better at getting him out of the gates, and that, and he he's riding particularly when you saw with River Plate on pace. So if it was an on pace horse, I think it'd be more of a and Jay Mott's more of a soft hands, yeah, kick softer early, come from midfield, conserve and sprint. So I think you know if it was a leader, it'd be a different rider change to a run on horse, yeah. you know, negative to a positive sort of thing. So let's talk jockeys, but he's he's riding him like Craig Williams rides in the bush, you know. He's if he's on a favorite. It's going straight to the front,
3: and if it's the best horse, and what, about, what about yesterday in the maiden yeah. Shanghai? Yeah, I'm so sure, isn't it?
0: So Stewart so, said, "What are you doing, taking it to the front?" Well, that was you know, it's B-Shin. You got B-Shin on, it. Yeah. he's going to say, well, "This is favorite. It's the best horse." I'll lead sat, him.
3: Sat last the start prior, then drew barrier one. Get gets shin and was straight to the front. Yeah,
0: <laughs> but about the, see that horse is probably best with. Cover,
3: yeah, and it got got run down. It's
0: got run down, yeah. So that's all, yeah. So that's what happens. You put the jockey, you put shit on, so he's probably going to take it to the front. So uh, anyway, that's the the subtleties and stuff we we uh, we watch and we work on as uh, as punters. Yeah, I
4: think he's been the biggest change to Melbourne racing over the past. Just having him over the past four months, just the way he rides, he just changed. He's changed a lot of races in Melbourne, the complexion, how they're run. He's just so proactive compared to a lot of the Melbourne jockeys who are happy to. Yeah, I'm not saying they're not good jockeys, but they're, they're happy to sort of be a little bit more relaxed through the first couple of hundred metres and then sort of make their moves, whereas he's just extremely active out of yep. that sort of first 300 is where he wins
0: a lot of his races. And that's so. coming out of right at Happy Valley, so go, they go to the first 300 at Happy mm. Valley. Yeah,
4: yeah you've got to make – the market's really adjusting for it now, but you've uh, there's still the
3: stats with him going on are still enormous. Oh, so. Worst fold yesterday – Yep, just came from last. Absolutely brained him there in the last race, and he was just gave it a peach, didn't he? So, um, I don't, I don't know where he is at on the on the weekend. I think he's running in Hong Kong Sunday. Oh, oh, is he going oh, back? He back uh, no, yeah, I sense. think so. So probably yeah. makes more sense than punching a few out at Sandown, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah.
4: So a few of the big guns are missing on on Sunday, uh, Saturday, Sandown.
3: Oh, where are we're faith in uh, a few tradesmen, H Coffee and J Mott. Get the uh, H
0: Coffee's my man. Get the really the the thing punters. on Tuesday. He's a uh, Oh, he
1: writes it right, Harry. Don't worry about that. I'm happy with H coffee. He's he's also on Cardi and Queen, who now has tongue tie. So if you like me, back to last start, that might have been the reason why she. Uh, failed. Miserable. How yeah, far she
0: get? But, yes, if she failed, yeah, that's always a good thing. you see a failure and then the t- tongue ties on, that's a good chance they choked down. Yeah,
1: they've given her um, a few days between runs. So if uh, she spikes back into form, she could be a bit dead- deadly at the double-figure odds. But uh, Nico's done the race, so I'll, I'll back him in. But uh, I might have a little saver-saver, a little bro style from uh, a couple of weeks ago just to stir you up. Well, punningform.com.au is what uh, Nico was reeling off there. And uh, T-Dogs, with all their stats, you can build systems, you can look at the benchmarks, you can look at the post-race, like the EK says, and the 4 to 2, 4 to this, 52 second last fast, blah, 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 blah. So spend less time on Twitter and more time on punningform.com. And you'll become a better punter, you get smarter, and then you uh, you won't be sulking about uh, all these uh, odds on favourites that you uh, wish you had a backed. But if it's too hard, you just follow Nico's Mounting Yard Mail because he uses punning form, he looks at the yard, and uh, it's easy for uh, Wednesday and Saturday punters. So you've got a couple of options there. Make sure uh, you get around them. Walt, you're still with us, Randwick on Saturday, the $20 million uh, Ingham. It's, uh, it's interesting say, up there. On. They just want to hammer home that this is like the Ingham chickens, whatever it is, day. You've got race three, the Jack Ingham handicap, the $2 million Ingham race eight, then race nines, something about Ingham as well. They've got four Ingham
2: name races.
1: Why do so they do that?
2: $250,000 2 years ago this was, and it was the Villiers. It's been the Villiers for a 1,000 years. 750000 last year, $2 million this year, and it's now called the Ingham. You do not have – well, you got Mar, and I'm not counting them as interstate. You do not have one interstate horse in the race, not one. you got five Wallers, three Gays, four O'Shays, all of them off-season horses. There's not one horse there that you would say – maybe Nugget. I'm being mean to it, but it's sort of a horse on the up, and it's a whatever, and it's not even in the race at the, at, the, at the present time. The rest of them are all off-season horses, um, $2 million. And
1: this is to qualify for...
2: No, this one doesn't get you in anything unless oh, there's a... Isn't
1: it a golden ticket into the... Um,
2: it is a... Um, it's still a golden ticket Doncaster, into the Doncaster. And I saw an article there yesterday. Those things work out really well. You know, like those those races you qualify for 12 months out so that you're in nice form 12 months out and then 12 months later you could be a benchmark 58 horse and you're in a in a $6 million race or something. It's... Uh, yeah, anyway, I don't know. Well, someone explained to me why this race needs to be two million dollars. Well, exactly. You could put the one point five million dollars into a track like Cessnock. You could put one point nine million dollars into a track into a thing, or you could put it into, you know, saving the homeless. I don't know. But <laughs> why is this race worth two million dollars? And what does it achieve? Okay, you got twenty horse races of the whole day for one hundred and sixty. They're the same camels that are running around here. So what is it? Why is it a two million dollar race? Well, I just I wanted to know why they're all calling him. Well, Inghams were a huge um, contributor to the racing Jack, in well, New South uh, Wales. Yeah. Like, I'm not knocking the Inghams; they they burnt more money than 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 two million. There's no worry about that. That the money they put into racing over the years, and they were great um, personalities, weren't they? DK at their height, they used to get around the ring and bed up like the Watsons yeah. and uh, yeah,
0: the Chicken Kings. And did they have some champions like the young blokes would not name it? All those lawn row and Octagonal. that all was those. all them. It wasn't Godolphin? Oh. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no, so it was just them, Jack and Bob, a couple of brothers who. The chicken factory. 100%.
1: All right. Let's find the first uh, winner of the Jackingham AO Handicap over 1,100 meters. Sacrimony is a favorite, five fifty. Iona Merck, six fifty. Operative, 7 Rupertar, $8.50. 1000000000 Dollar Baby, $11. Rubiculous, $12. Vianello, $12. Fielding, $16. Uh, what he goes. That's DK's favorite place. $18. Tidal Impact, 19 And $20 or better the rest. And have a look at the replay of Iona Merck and it's a bit of a little
2: walty red alert. So it was fourth R early king. here, right? Yeah.
1: Ah, king on for Bjorn.
2: So it was fourth early. She somehow got shuffled back to last and, and you see JP in the black cap. He was last early, spent nothing. The horse has got a two or three hundred metre sprint. This is what's the key to this. Totally loses momentum. I think it's a thousand metre race. It is a thousand metre race. Completely held up. You cannot. Have no momentum at the two hundred in, in a thousand meter race and take lengths off horses. And this horse does it. I think it runs something like the second fastest last two hundred of the day, off the back of about the fortieth last best six hundred. So you could, it had no momentum, is what I'm saying. Strong through the line there. If you go back and watch its first start, it was basically a carbon copy of that one. They did come out after the race. I don't think the stable didn't. I thought sort of a couple of the owners said that. Um, Miss uh, Rachel Schumacher won't be riding it again, but she's back aboard. I'm <laughs> assuming it's because of the 52 a half. Um, yeah, you're just going through the race. It's not well placed on on paper, as in it's a it's a class one horse up against some horses that are won sort of four and five races, but it is, you know, 52 a half. The wide draw, um, what I'm going to say is that I don't think she you – know, I'm going to say it nicely <laughs> – the horse will get plenty of room to move no matter where she rides it in the race. And I think that's all it needs. Um <laughs> it's a very good horse, and it's you, 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 well, they put up $12, which was crazy. It lasted about 33 milliseconds. Um
0: not, not even time to grab
2: the keys. Mate, I didn't even see it at all. There were two horses that I thought <laughs> were well placed there. King Rattel in another race, and they put up, it was dropping from a benchmark 88 to a 72, and it they put up $12 in as well. Like just complete. Crazy prices. Errors. Yeah, yeah. 650, 750 around this horse I think is well and truly fair enough for a horse that I would say is a certainty to be a group horse and just may not be this prep. So it's fourth run this prep, but it's been butchered, so it hasn't had hard taxing runs. Yeah, I think looking at that, there's still plenty of life in this horse. Um, I think Sacramony's is very dangerous. I think they've worked out it's a short course Mm. horse. Blinkers ran really well first up, and I think Rupert is the only other horse in the race that looks like genuinely scary to me. Uh, there's a horse called Anna Gain that Joe pride has got hold of. They tried to make it run a trip last prep and didn't really get there. It's had three trials for him, which I thought's weird, especially sort of maybe 1100 is going to be too short for it, but it's 50s and Nash is on it, which I think's is um, good enough to make it go around a winner too. So I'd be making Iona Merck a good winner here. And, um, you know, whether you save on Sacrimony and, and maybe something small on Anna Gain at 50s as well. So Rupertar was good first up, but not. It's just not got that killer blow on the dry tracks, and I think that's what it's going to see on Saturday. And it's got a big weight to sort of. It's those sort of horses that tend to not put a race away when they get up in the weights. To me, they're a little bit um, hard to catch. So I think Sacrimone is the dangerous horse, and if I own a Merc, has a uh, lucky run. I think it's a. I think it's a, it's a like one of the top five horses in Sydney. I'd like to own that's on the up at the moment, and uh, yeah, getting seven bucks or whatever it is.
1: And it's the little uh, scooty bit uh, red alert. If Walt tips our king, he must be really, really horned up. And I love that it's out of trouble. Well, you I, can I imagine
2: the sort of mental battle I've gone oh, through here to to <laughs> want to chime into it with 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 uh, with stone aboard. So, um, you know, hopefully she's uh, you know been around the practice track a few times <laughs> lately and cool. got a new set of tires on this one, and uh, and it'll be ripping home with the softs the softs down the fast lane.
1: Yeah, I think it's a two horse race. I was trying to poke a hole in it, but I'll, I'm with Walt. I'll be charging into uh, her, and then I still think I'll make Sacramento a good winner. D Gibbons on, he's on fire. T T Berry off. Tommy's in the abyss. DK, you're going to say something. You've done Sydney, have you?
0: No, no, but that's that. Oh, and i don't know. Carly, Carly from my OnlyFans owns it too. So that's the extra gear. reason to cheer for it. Cheer, for Carly.
1: Get aim. <laughs> Oh Anna
2: she's the one who said, "Oh, I don't know, I don't know much about Rachel King, but the uh, I've been told she will not be on at next start. So uh, <laughs> oh. poor old Carly <laughs> might be sick if it uh, if it's a car crash again on the weekend, but hopefully it's not.
1: Oh dear, this is the uh, this is exactly why we're not on commercial radio for these reasons.
2: Well, actually, you're allowed to cheer for OnlyFans. Oh, okay, sweet. Oh, maybe we could get the change of the um, the colours.
1: OnlyFans Manscaped off, OnlyFans on. Yeah, Libby Libby's bridged the
0: gap between OnlyFans and Racing, hasn't she? She's worked out and Carly, so mm-hmm. interesting. Wonder who's yeah.
2: next. Saw Crookie saying twenty percent on turnover. How it's does he know flight. that? How does, does Crookie know that? Is that twenty percent on turnover the OnlyFans or is that the the tipping side of things for Either way, good luck to her. She's, a, she's she's good for the industry. Go, 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 go. Race
1: 8, the $8 billion Ingham, up from 250000 Nugget's the favourite here. It's not even in the race. $3.30 at Top Sport, second emergency. So need some rosary beads here. Hoyter, first up here, $7. Snowden Target, Brutality. Had a little bit of a <laughs> Barrier Troll last week for, with uh, Waltz mate, Joe Pride. Very good trainer, Joe. $9. Don't talk to him on Twitter about it. He is training the horse. He likes to drop a bomb on
2: me, doesn't he, old Joey? He likes to sit in the grandstands and just drop he a little harpoon at me every now and day. And then. Did you? I and mean, we're South's fans. All I do is wrap him up. He's one of the few people who shouldn't have an issue with me. I understand why most do. Maybe, uh, yeah, and he just loves to drop a little uh, hammer on me every now and then, which I, I respect.
1: Roydini, 9 dollars you little beauty from the gong. Dajran, uh, good winner there, last start, nine fifty, A tissue, wild Source, $10. Diamil Mill, $12. Sunshine Rising, uh, $15. Kerwin's Lane, $15. Long Villas, $19. Funny, Wallace, Wallace set up there, but drawn the car park. Uh, New Mandate, $21. Surf Dancer, $26. Skylab, $26. Wild Planet, uh, $26. Aramao, $31 and uh much better than the rest so i'm going to pull up there we're going to have a look at the replay of the gong and the horse that you like waltz uh in the light blue green back on the fence probably the worst place to be at the time Roy Roydini that's important
2: lead. right so the inside was pretty cast here uh rails in run was pretty cast uh sort of took the sit which was, was a weird track so literally wide with cover or wide just off speed no cover seemed to be the place to be this horse was second up i think it was seven day back up 13 to a mile uh, Winnie, Winnie aboard. Winona Costin got along. I thought it got home quite nicely there. All things considered, uh, second up. There's brutality right down the outside. That's had 33 runs this prep. Um, eh, not going to say any more than that. Uh, who else was in that race? Oh, so there was a lot of horse in that race. Uh, I think that race is okay. Um, not super. Strong. I think Nugget ran the same day, and obviously you know people are taking. He's come up favourite. I'm treating the race without Nugget at the moment. Nugget will be hard to beat if it is in the race. I'll, that's all I'll say. Skyman there up the inside so Winnie off J Par on Barrier one again I'm not worried about that at all for this horse just put him to sleep uh, he always needs luck and uh, and you count that into his price and I think what are we getting 26.31 something mm, like 26. that 26.26 dollars great price um, I, I actually I sent him a quick message after the race uh, might want to have a look at Skyman uh, interesting like 55 a half that's about as light as JP rides but he's been riding it uh, quite a bit. There are other riders on this day. I saw um have Dulles riding 54.5 um, just on an off note. Just be careful there. It's the lightest I've seen him ride in a long time. So get worried in summertime when they try and ride a little bit um, light, but uh, that's a totally different aside. I think it's a race where you've got to go looking for value. Uh, Skyman's there. I think those two, the, the runners you mentioned, I think Longvilliers and New Mandate are very interesting. A couple of Waller new ones that had a – have had one run 1,800 first up, um, new mandate's gone back and trialed really well since Longvilliers hasn't trialed, but it just comes in here off 35 days. I think they're both really scary. Uh, Sunshine Rising was a monster first up, huge run. Will it back up off that gate 23, same rider, but you're getting 20s. Uh, is very short. I love the horse with the, I just love the horse, but six bucks it first up off one trial, trial quite nicely. I'd be happy to be sort of looking around it. And um, you know, it's obviously, Big big if if Nugget gets in the field or not, but like yes, we said you got five Wallers, three Gays, four Oshays. Are they going to scratch to get Nugget in the race? Um, you'd think most of these owners would be uh, like runners would be very keen to run. It's That's a two million dollar race. race. That's right. So usually you would say it, it will get in, but um, who's going to scratch? <laughs> who's going to scratch? Mm. So I doubt Nugget gets a start. To be fair, and yeah, going wide.
1: I love uh, Walt's wide angle here. I think Skylab's a must, and then I think Longville as a new mandate are must. This is just the sneaky, sneaky Waller, 2,000 metre, back to the Doncaster,
2: and similar types. And what are the 20s, 20s take your pick? Roughly, Real whiffy. Yeah, 20s, 20s, and 25s. And um, and pray the favourite can just go to buggery. Well, to me, it doesn't look like there's anything that's dominant in the race mm. away from them. Like There's no doubt that Riadini can run well. A lot of them can run well, but I just think they're the ones that have got angles at prices, and they just look completely forgotten. Everyone sort of is just praying that Nugget gets a run to me and they've forgotten about the rest of the market. So if he doesn't get in, I think there's some big value there.
1: Hmm. Boys down in Melbourne, have you had a look? I've had a look and I, I was sort of
4: with you, Scooty. I thought Long Villas is a bit of the setup horse here. Um, I like that Waller's flown in MD for the ride. Um, he's one of the hottest jockeys at the moment. I think Mickey D, I know you've always been a fan, DK, and his last three months... Um, I think he's just turned it on. I, I'd be surprised if he doesn't take the step to the next level because um, just watching him over the last sort of, yeah, probably the that last bit of the carnival sort of from the Caulfield Cup onwards, he's just continually ridden with consistency. And he went back to New Zealand last week, rode three winners, you know, gave, gave the favourite in the group one, absolute peach, was not on the line, nothing he could do about it. Um, he's just in... Caulfield Cup, of course. Yeah, Caulfield Cup in the derby. I, I think he, he got unfairly
0: marked.
4: mark. Mm-hmm.
2: Well,
0: I think he got unfairly maligned. and I don't know if it was – not not by you, Nico, but by people <laughs> like – he was on Cardinal Gem, who's a tricky horse to ride a few times, and they maybe a couple of similar horses. They got strung up and, you know. Oh, and well, I,
4: he can still – yeah, like I think he, he made a uh, – probably, yeah, a lot of them this year, like pinstriped, he, he sort of – made an in the Australian Guineas, Cherry Tortoni was sort of another horse. He had a couple of um, mm, yeah, sort of I steers think. where he got uh, probably just a bit sleepy, but, um, yeah, yeah he's, fired yep. he's fired up the last two months. And him him on Long Villas is is very interesting because he, he's becoming like Waller's go-to man down in the weights, like Caulfield Cup, the Derby. Um, he, well, why yeah. wouldn't he be? Who, who else are you going to put on? Yeah, well, I mean, yeah. there's there's not a stack of options, but
0: yeah. <laughs> well, and he was he was when he he was he, I mean you forget now because he's been over a while he was highly touted like you get the whiz kid like M Walker when he came over whiz kid right younger J Mac whiz kid and M D when he came over remember Mick Price said it, they call him the whiz down at at, um, at his stables the whiz because he, he was the new whiz he was this gun from New Zealand so maybe you know but uh, now he's up and going yeah.
4: Trev can sometimes take those riders too like you you see someone like um. I was going back a little bit, but even someone like Huey Bowman took him up until they get to that mid twenty stage to really hit their straps. I'm not saying he's going to become Bowman, but now he, I think he's 26, Mickey D. And just things in life, I think, starting to work out for him a bit more, a bit more comfortable, a bit more confident as well. Probably if you've met Mick on a couple of occasions, he's a very laid back, sort of quiet guy, probably doesn't push.
0: Like a W. Egan sort yeah, of type.
4: Yeah, yeah, he probably, he's not like a, a Craig Williams on the phone and, <laughs> and uh, Pushing hard, but yeah, he's a yeah, he's an interesting booking for long Villas. that's for sure.
2: Most jockeys take to th- thirty, I would say, minimum. Probably got their Rubik's Cubes. They probably need Manscaped now. They probably need it. Yeah. It's just to get the extra little bit off. Oof. The
1: little bit of oomph. <laughs> yeah, the oomph, oomph, oomph.
2: <laughs> Most jockeys take the thirty minimum for mine to be mentally um strong. And like you say, the penny drops, confidence, that's a huge part.
1: Racingwatch.com.au if you want Walt's quaddy numbers and if you want the full set of uh, Johnny's analysis, that's where Oh, it's just some very hot work. It's just live in the, uh, the group chat there in the Discord channel. If you want no head noise, check out the Telegram group. So you can uh, pick your poison there.
2: Yeah, it's good. No, there's plenty of people to learn off in there. I learn a lot in there every week. So if you can't pick a few things up in there, you're, you're not trying. You don't have to. Yeah.
1: We're going to go uh, west. Uh, it's going to be a three-hour show, so three-hour time delay. T-Dog's uh, in form. Amelia's dual. All the big players are on, so he knew. Uh, Punting for man. And we're going to go to the Totem Cup 2200 meter race. And oh, just, this feels like we talk about this horse every week. Alaskan Gods, the favorite here, $2.25. N- uh, here we go. Nerf Bosk, $5.50. I see that and I just want to bet immediately uh, in the race. Pure Devotion, $5.50. Uh, Buster Bash $8, Stafford's Lad $15, Black Shadow $15. I'm not going to even bother the rest, but the replay we're going to have a look at here is Alaskan God and uh, talk us through this one. There's Cascadian. It's uh, in behind them with the uh, the light blue cap, the big horse, Alaskan God, T-Dogs.
4: Yeah, he gets crowded for a bit of room here. The horse to his outside tricks of the trade and the all yellow that won the railway. And him and uh, Cascadian and um, also Alaskan God, they finish off extremely strong here the last 200, sort of nearly equal to Amelia's jewel. Um, I just like the way he found the line. This is a horse who's now looking for a bit more distance. He comes out of a pretty hot weight for age race where he's had no sort of favours of slowly run race. He's out the back, crowded for room, um, coming off a, a run where he was expected to do something in the railway and he, he had a slow recovery. And now Dan Morton backs him up 2,200 metres. Um, this just looks like he's just here for a kill before the Perth Cup. Um I'm sort of I like that he's backed him up because he had the option to run him in the Wait for Age race in um, another week's time. He said, "No, I need to get you winning." And uh this just looks an absolute chips in job. I, I've marked him super aggressive here. What's, I've got what's the him danger? nothing. Bad luck. Pure that, devotion. That would be ah. Oh, but she's got no turn of like doesn't have a turn of foot like Alaskan God. Um you know, pure devotion's got short SPs, but being beaten by sort of had her chance, I thought, last time. She's just one of these sort of Peter's horses with pike on that just goes around too short in the market and doesn't win. Um there's an easy horse to take on, I think. I've got him really short here, Alaskan God. I thought he was close to a dollar sixty five, dollar seventy. Um they're betting sort of two thirty. With the map, you might even get a little bit better because he he doesn't have an SP anchor from his last two. So, um, yeah, he's just a chips-in job for mine. He'll win this and then he'll win the Perth Cup.
1: Beautiful. So we're going to build a bank at Sandown. We're going to absolutely fill up on the roughies up in uh, Sydney, courtesy of Walt. And then we're going to responsibly just go a little a fair few chips into uh, Alaskan Garden and you can finally you can chase your money there and you can finally get paid. So I uh, don't mind it and it looks like a pretty shallow race. So I think you're on the money there, T-Dogs. The uh, the next race is the Gold Rush, the Perth Gold Rush, not to be mistaken with the Victorian one. We've got a similar type named race back here. Race nine it is and Valana's a favourite, $3.70 favourite, Ben Mellum. Barrier 1, Kiss on All Four Cheeks, $4.60. Camentari 8 Elite Street, $10. The Astrologist, $13. This will test you, $13. Red Can Man, 15 Resort Man, 16 Carly's Karma, 21 And you can get better than the rest. And uh, we're going to have a look at a couple of replays. I think the first one we're going to have a look at is the Railway. Not many horses are coming uh, from here. Comfort Me in the white, uh, just sort of starting to hit the front here, and Resort Man in the pink. They're the horses you like here.
4: Yeah, I thought Resorts Man's run was really good back towards the inside with Beaver and the the White Blaze. He carried top weight there, um, and probably wasn't suited under the handicapped handicap conditions of the Railway. And I don't think he runs a strong mile. He sort of see, he sort of looms to win it, and then his last sort of hundred, the other horses are sort of swamping him. Comfort Me in second was really good. Um, he's started favourite in this race last year. Um, he's probably going in career best form, ran second in the Railway twelve months ago as well. I just thought both horses um here represent a little bit of value against some of the horses out of the winter bottom, which I, I think we're gonna take a look at as well. But um yeah, I, I like both horses here. Back to fourteen hundred meters at Ascot is sort of their both of their horses, their sort of premier trip. This is the winter bottom where Massimo sort of slides up on the speed. He's probably the horse um in the red cap in front, he drops out of the screen. He's maybe the horse take out of the race because he's got an unbelievable record at 1,400 metres ascot, and they sort of ran him in the winter bottom and um, just not his go. The Pulele, of course, finishes over the top here of Kissing All Four Cheeks, who's enormous in defeat. Um, she is the horse that's obviously deadly. Getting to 1,400 metres will suit her better. Um, I just think she's a little bit skinny at the price for a horse who's probably going to get back. Um, and need a little bit of luck from from barrier seven. Um, this is a really interesting race for me because it's, it's grand final prize money, but everything in it's practically had a grand final. So um, I'm sort of trying to look for an angle where perhaps going against those winter bottom horses, um, I went through sort of history and they don't have the the best record in this race. So um, I'm sort of taking on Elite Street, um, kissing all four cheeks. I think it's so the horse out of the race, but uh, taking on this will test you. I don't think she'll probably uh, be suited up to 1,400. Um, what about the Blues? Well, the Blues
1: oh. are oh, Kemantari
4: and, and Valana. So <laughs> Velana's had all these problems since he's been over there. He's been well documented. He's, he's had issues and they're still going to vet him on Friday potentially before he, he, you know, that, Decide his fate. So you couldn't be getting involved at sort of- 370. Uh, yeah, he's, he's on the drift a bit now, but like uh, I couldn't be getting involved with that sort of setup given he's travelled to Perth and hasn't travelled well um, or, you know, he's had issues since being there. Uh Kementari look, I, I just don't find a planet where I want to back Special K at sort of- He can win. Sub $10, but he can win. He can win. But it's just like- Double <laughs> figures. You sort of want him double figures. I don't know if J Carr's is the right rider for him. He can I, I like him with a sort of aggressive Nash? aggressive rider. Yeah, he can Nash win. And-
2: Do you know the Special K got like a million bonus in that sprinter series? I tell you what, he's got the private eye form. He he can absolutely win. It, it is. He didn't run a place in anything and got a million bonus or something. And he's Okay. Has it? What, do we, what was his trial like over there? Every race he's had in his life's been a trial.
4: He's uh, he's won over in Perth as well um, at fourteen hundred metres, but he did have Chris Parnum. I just think I would have just loved them to to book the, an aggressive rider like Jay Carr. I just don't know if it's the right booking for him. But um, uh, look, clearly he's got at his best. He, he's a chance, but I just don't want to back him at sort of eight dollars.
3: Well, this will test you. Run fourteen hundred.
4: No, I don't think it will run fourteen hundred. The horse I didn't touch on, which we tipped in the winter bottom, and I've just brushed over him, is Bo Rossa. He's actually the horse at $26 here that does really interest me because he was um sort of sent over for this Perth Carnival on the back of sort of one run at Flemington where he got back, hit the line, Clark and improved ironclad lengths out of the railway to last week when he ran second. I know race shape sort of helped him a little bit, but um they've been stabling with Grant and Alana Williams who know how to prepare horses, so... I think Bo Ross is the the horse here that's a very good ruffy. Like, I could mark him much closer to sort of $11.26. He was good late in the winter bottom, and he's a 1,400-meter horse. He's sort of trying to fit into a winter bottom at 1,200, but we know him as a 1,400-meter horse. He's ran second in Behemoth in a Memsey and probably should have beaten him when Behemoth was flying. So, um yeah, I'm just playing away from the market and – you won't like me here, Scooty, but I think D. Oliver with Resort Man. Um, I sort of I like him probably the most. Resort Man, Bo Rosser, probably my two.
1: That's all right. No, I'm told Damien's back. Oh, it's, it's, he's still a bit of a scratching in my eye book, but um, yeah. punting
4: form will tell you that his last fifty just through the roof compared well, to like thirty-two
1: percent ROI cut. flat staking at SP Damien. So his ten. Why won't Bolana
2: just sit third defence and win? Balana. Why, why is it well, more difficult than that Kementari is targeted this race He could be immoral oh well,
1: well, it's got the issues Walt. what issues
2: it's got more than your issues just had to get treated for one day or something oh yeah It'd be interesting we just see the betting wise too not not overthinking it because I haven't had a big great look at the race it's just a perfect horse like Nash showed at last start gave it a great ride to put in that spot it's just a it's a point and shoot horse if it draws a gate
1: hopefully we've uh, we might, might have muddied the waters there but uh, yeah de- I love it Definitely, definitely, yes. Laskin God's the uh, the best there for uh, tea dogs, and uh, maybe hunt a little bit wide in the winter bottom. So everyone's got a couple of differing opinions. Tell you what, one man who's seeing them like absolute beach balls is Donny, and he's got one only Kemp this week. Don.
2: He was grafted on, now he was Kemp on the other day.
5: What is he this week? Eagle farmed on, hey, farmed on. <laughs> G'day boys, Donny's here with this weekend's best bet. It's good to get one from two last week. Let's see if we can get one from one this week. Well, it's not really a question because I think this thing is an absolute moral. I'm going to Eagle Farm, race three, number five, Godfather. It's had two trials in Sydney under the care of Peter and Paul Snowden. They were both very good, but there was a significant improvement from its first trial to the second trial. It can, it shows early speed. It'll sit just behind the leaders. It's got the right map, the right jockey. It's in the right stable. The local horses in Queensland, the two-year-olds, they're a terrible bunch. This thing is a far superior horse. $2.10 of top sport is massive overs. I think it's more of a dollar forty, a dollar fifty chance. So I'm launching. I think everyone out there should as well. Then we're we'll responsibly. If you're thinking about buying your missus a two hundred dollar present, put it on this. You're gonna get her a four hundred dollar and twenty present. She's not even gonna know. It's a moral boys. Race three, number five, Godfather. It's all going on. Good luck.
1: God see so they're gonna be a fill up for Christmas or just baked beans on the stove for Donnie. Chips in Godfather. He's got plenty to play with. Of of late, so fingers crossed it can win. Uh, A couple of smart judges I know have already tipped me that also. I'm tipping uh, evens won't last either. Top sports steamers uh, they're going shooting straight here. Eagle Farm race one number one Euro Bell thousand at nine dollars from the uh, the Gillian Heinrich stable. Uh, Not sure about that one. Uh, Sandown at race four number eight is Tasman Park twelve hundred and fifty dollars at
3: five. Oh, we've been on him his last two. I love the horse. Um, he's been good to us, but. Um, I'd be slightly worried a mile might be just a bit too far for him at this early stage in his career. He was a bit weak late last start. Mm, don't like late weakness. Sandon race five, number six,
1: this could be your bet, Nico. 5200 a dollar ninety five. Detonator Jack. So we're pretty horned up. Give him strength. For that one. And uh, race seven, number 14, Shandon Burge. Is is that one there? Nico thoughts
3: flying. Uh, they're all over off. I'm pretty sure on Saturday, but uh, one mile last start and uh, camp's going well. Team and Young, so um, not not too hard not to find, is it?
1: Mm, hot little race that one, right? You are the cunning fox. Princess rainie's back uh, to a more suitable grade. Tricky, uh, tricky little one there, but um, I think that's it. That's I think that's a wrap. I think it's that's, uh, that's that's the last show of the, Merry of the year. Merry Christmas, everyone. Big thanks to you. Especially Walt.
2: the grumpies or the haters or the Grinchers out there. The trolls. Yeah. We'll be trials. still online. We'll be still flicking a couple of tips out, out and about, still have the sets yeah, live. you're so big on these sheets now, aren't you? You've gone big on them. You like them? The little daily little cheat sheets. Little you cheat like sheets. like the little outline. I just saw tried you. Just summarize it. What was the one yesterday? You got, you got, Worst fault. Yeah. When you yeah. yeah. Nicker rubber stamped it, so I went again Nice from the yard, so that's what we like to do. Nice. I got declared that thing, Reinberg or something, totally forgot about it. Normal, Ooh. standard, driving home from wherever I was I think Bagman left us out of it as well. Did he? a
1: mm. mm. Shonadair. Mm. Yeah, you're very quiet. Mm. I left myself out if that helps you. <laughs> what about uh what about you boys down in Melbourne? Big thanks to you boys for uh your work this year, being outstanding. DK, where are you off to for Chrissy? What's going on?
0: Uh no, Chrissy, uh, no, I'm line low for Chrissy, but uh got the got the cruise in January, so fifty days to go till that or something. We're gonna wind up and have a good time there. So um no, I've got a busy got three meetings tomorrow. Which you're calling it one Trav, uh, Trav Three yeah. thirty old Cranburn by Mooney Valley alternate.
4: Yeah, Cranburn I mean. and Mooney Valley head to head. Yeah. Like so that'll be with a, good a, watching on dot com for a Friday night yeah, for sure. Good. And then yeah, Maui. So Just got to
0: put up with Maui during the day, but anyway. <laughs> unreal how they could have two meetings an hour apart from each other, like venue wise. And why isn't there a meeting at Swan Hill or somewhere? I'm like please. Yeah.
3: Anyway. That's, that's fair. Uh yep. well, what
0: are down. we doing? What are we doing with the Dal over the Christmas break, Nico? Eh?
3: No idea yet. We're just going we to get back <laughs> more winners to sort of fund something. Yeah, no, of, some go. sort of Christmas present. You hey,
0: used to tell me, about expen- once you get a minute, expenses, my friend, expenses. So uh, We we've,
3: we've put, put the nose back in front after yesterday and we probably got to have a big one on Saturday to sort of work something out, but it'll be uh, head down, bum up until the end of end of December for me. yeah much the same i I got plenty of work booked in so it'll be a,
4: a christmas sort of working through but um yeah thanks to everyone for the support throughout the year um, yeah, it's been good.
1: Outstanding stuff. Big thanks to all the uh, staff that put the show together and all the uh, the guys that come on the show, uh, far and wide. So uh, couldn't uh, get back Doctor and Little Birdie up and running without it. And especially Top Sport, Punting Form and Manscape, major sponsors. Uh, it's not uh, not cheap to put the uh, the videos and the shows together, but uh, Borco does an amazing job. So big shout out to him as well. And now uh, we'll be back bigger and better
2: next year, uh, maybe around Magic Millions time. Well. How long are you having off? Six weeks. What? You're back to Bali again. No, that's, that's, that's like a month. What is it? When is the Magic means
1: A couple of weeks after. Yeah, there'll be content and stuff. Jump in our Discord channel. You get tips there. Jump in Waltz um,
2: and follow us but on this our our the This is the only channels. time I get out of the house. This is the only thing. Sind- so, what are you going to uh, do? I only get this interaction a week. <laughs> this is it. I talk to well, I talk to Harvey, Austin, uh, Rebecca and come here once and a week. And it. And people don't understand. That's, that's the other old trolling. We'll just, <laughs> we'll just hammer there one more time to finish. Well, why do you provide content? Why do you do this? It's a pretty lonely existence, this business, and it is sad that uh, you look forward to coming on a show and talking uh, absolute tripe and trying to help people out once a week and, uh, and whatever it is, but it is it is good fun too. So uh, you can still thank you to uh, Nick to allowing us and talk tripe uh, every every week. It is good fun. Big thanks to the Merlehan family. They've done a great job. So,
1: well, have a happy Christmas. Keep backing winners. Uh, follow the boys and uh, make sure you just bet patiently and responsibly and uh, have a great Christmas with your family and stay safe on the roads and don't drink and drive. That's it for me, and uh, we'll see you next year.